Welcome to the Denver Gazette Sports Podcast. I am your host, Chris Schmedeke, and today we are brought to you by Applewood Heating, Plumbing, and Electric. They are the proud sponsor of this podcast, and they are also the proud sponsor of the Colorado Avalanche, which we're going to talk about on this podcast today. So I am joined by Kyle Fredrickson. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, uh, you know, and enjoying the sunshine here today. So yeah, nice weather. I'm not going to lie. I got out and hit a few uh, golf balls this morning when uh, once, yeah, smart man. you know, about 45, 50 degrees, got out and hit some golf balls. But uh, yeah, uh, we, we're talking about a hot hockey team right now, and that's Colorado Avalanche. They, they are rolling. They are seven and one in their last eight games. The one loss being that weird game to Nashville where they were winning as well. So, you know, what's behind this stretch right now? Yeah, it, this looks like an elite hockey team, right? Yeah. I mean, lines one through four right now, there's there's not a ton to to nitpick about this team. You know, it, it really goes back to to a low point, of, if you want to call it that, of this early season uh, where the Avs hosted the Blues back in uh, early uh, early November uh, and just got blown out, right? Eight to two. Uh, Jared Bednar is furious after the game. The team just didn't seem like they had a lot of fight. You know, at that point, they had lost, you know, three or four games. Uh, you're sort of wondering just about the chemistry of some of these new lines, um, you know, what, whether or not there was just too much placed on, on the top guys on this team, which just seems to be uh, how this you know, with some of the issues last year with without some of the, the depth players stepping up. Um, but all of a sudden the abs flipped a switch. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of that uh, goes to the Arturi Lekkinen injury and how they uh, reassembled some things after that. You know, they've really found that second line uh, combination of Jonathan Druin, Ryan Johansson, and Tomas Tatar. They're creating chances like really that line hadn't created all year. And they just started rattling off wins. I mean, you mentioned it. They were basically a minute away in Nashville from being on an eight-game winning streak right now. And it's been convincing these past few, right? I mean, uh, 3-1 against Calgary and 4-1 against Tampa Bay uh, these past few nights. Uh, it just felt like the Avs were in, in control from start to finish. They're getting great goaltending out of Alexander Gorgiev, you know, after, you know, he was kind of shaky with the rest of that team through, uh, you know, much of October and, and November when the team wasn't playing so well. Um, but yeah, all signs point to, you know, them really figuring out the chemistry of this team. And you can see it just by the line combinations staying stable, you know, early in the year, it seemed like Jared Bednar game to game was moving guys up and down, trying to figure out what works. You know, he told me recently that, you know, he feels as comfortable as he has had all year and that he wants these guys to play with each other uh, just to get that chemistry building even more. So, uh, you know, it's a, a three game road trip coming up. We'll see if they can keep this momentum rolling. Um, but the abs are looking like a, a, a number one seed at this point. Well, and there's some legit wins in that stretch as well. Like they beat, you know, it all started with them going to Seattle and thrashing the Kraken 5-1. Uh, they went to Dallas and fell behind 3 nothing, and then scored six straight. Right. Um, you know, they beat Vancouver, who has 31 points, is actually a point ahead of the Az right now. And then, you know, beating Tampa Bay at home and, and Calgary back to back is no small feat either. So they're beating real legit teams during the stretch. Yeah. And I think even, you know, if you remember back, they started the year six and oh. And it was like, wow, abs are playing great. Look at this team. You know, Jared Bednar was sort of like, hey, pump the brakes. You know, we, we, we're we still kind of figuring out who we are. 
and that rang true as, as they went on later in the season. But, you know, when Bednar gets asked that same question now, his, his mood changes a little bit. You know, he likes how the team is playing. Um, you know, he, he thinks that, like you mentioned, they're beating, you know, playoff caliber opponents. And that's a really good to- uh, sign. You know, championships aren't won in November, um, but the Avs are doing everything that they need to do to, to be in a good playoff spot. You know, and one guy who's kind of stuck out during this stretch has been Val Matushkin. Uh, he's got 10 goals and 10 assists, uh, fourth leading point getter on the team now. Uh, what have you seen from him? Because he has become more of a playmaker lately. Yeah, eight games in a row with a point. I mean, it's a night after night, Val Matushkin is, is getting involved. And the number one thing is he's healthy. I mean, that was the thing all year. Um, you know, last season, this was a guy who was playing banged up. At one point, they they pulled him out of the lineup and, you know, with some complications after an ankle surgery. So you sort of wondered long term, like, hey, is, is this going to be a, a real force for the Avs? Can, can Val be that sort of power forward that really led them to a championship a few years ago? And now I think there's no doubt that he's getting right back to, to being that guy. And the thing that stands out to me, you know, I was talking to Tomas Tatar, one of my favorite new interviews on the team, just real genuine, nice guy, uh, just to his impressions of Val. And, and he said straight up, you know, Val is the very best in the league in front of the net. Like there's just no one else who deflects a puck like he does. And, and that might seem simple to the, you know, the, the laissez-faire hockey fan, like, what is he doing? He's just standing there with a, a big body and he's deflecting it, but a lot goes into to, to that. Right. I mean, the timing, um, you know, understanding angles, understanding where guys like to shoot, you know, uh, the, the, the chemistry between shooter and Val, you know, a lot of times it's Kale McCarr just rifling that thing off the point on the power play uh, and Val's found a way to, to get it in the net. And that's a role that Gabe Lang, Landeskog played on this team when he was healthy, which seems like forever ago at this point. Um, but Val is really bringing that to the table this year uh, and proving that he was worth that contract. And and after the Seattle drama, you know, it seems that's behind him at this point. Um, he's playing really well. And it should be said, it coincides with him becoming a father, right? You know, right. we were told recently uh, that Val's wife gave birth uh, to a healthy baby girl. So, you know, congrats to their family. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess like dad strength is a real thing. Is, is that how it works for you, Chris? Like you have a kid yeah. and you can do do anything? Yeah, yeah, I definitely, uh, dad strength is really a thing. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I have three, uh, I'm a long way. Ooh, from, oh well, man. I'm a long way from babies. All mine are in school now and everything like that. But um yeah, I, I'd, I'd say I, I thought dad strength was just cool. That I was able to get up in the morning and do things. But yeah, this guy right. plays hockey. So, I mean, you know, it's, right. is it, so I'm sorry, but what line? So is he playing on the top line with McKinnon and them? Or where is he playing? He's So Nachushkin is right now playing on the second unit. Did our, well, I, I guess, hold on. I'm trying to think of, because I'm backtracking. He is playing with the top group right now. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Nachushkin, uh, McKinnon, and Rantanen, as I cycle through the, the names here. Yeah. And that's, you know, great news for him as well. I think anytime you play with McKinnon and Ranton and you're energized as a player, right? Cause teams have to respect the talent they bring and, and that's going to give Val more opportunity. Yeah. So, so that's a, it's another good point. Well, and you know, you mentioned the Lekin and injury. And I think that's kind of what you has kind of opened up for him is that he's jumped to that top line now. And like you said, you play with McKinnon and Ranton and you're going to find, you're going to, you're going to play make because those guys are going to put right. the puck in the net. Exactly. And the way he camps in front and, and gets things to go in, it, it really has been fun to watch. So real quick, let's talk about this road trip before we jump on some uh, some backup goalie talk, which I know everyone likes. But uh, oh yeah, oh, Arizona, yeah. Anaheim, and L.A. Like it always seems like that weird California trip is never great for the F. San Jose is not in there though, because it seems like San Jose is always weird for them too. 
Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's hard to say exactly how this team's going to play on on the road. They they had their struggles on their last three game road trip. Just just looking uh, at how they performed. Let me uh, pull up the schedule here. Yeah, uh, a couple of losses. You know they they went to Pittsburgh and Buffalo uh, back in October. So uh, let's see how they you know react to to, to being uh, on that stretch for so long uh, away from Ball Arena. On paper, you know, the Coyotes and the, and the Ducks, those are winnable games. You know, the, the, the Avs took care of business earlier this season uh, against Anaheim. Uh, Arizona's still playing in that college arena, which is pretty wild. Uh, the Kings, to me, I, I think they're a, a legit playoff team. And and obviously the, the Avs uh, took care of business in the opener. But I am looking forward uh, to seeing that matchup, I think, of all three of these games. And, you know, if the Avs come out of this, you know, even two and one, uh, keep this momentum rolling. I, I think fans are going to be really happy. Yeah, and you know, then they got a big home where they got. Well, you, you and I have talked about this. Like they're home a ton in December. Yeah, yeah, nine home games. So happy holidays to to Abs fans who are who are hanging around and and have the cash for a seat. But yeah, it's 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 going to be a great chance uh, to see if if they can stack up some wins and and you know to sort of transition into our next topic. Maybe we'll get to see more of Prosvetov, uh, the backup goalie through this stretch is Gorgiev. He's been fantastic. Like I mentioned before, uh, but the abs are going to need two guys to, to carry him this season. Yep. And, and well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, How do we say it again? Pros. Pros. Okay. Pros. Um, yeah. He got the win against Calgary on uh, last Saturday. You know, he's, you know, Gorgiev's a workhorse. I think we've talked about that in the past. That guy's going to play as much as he can, but you know, the backup spots been kind of a question probably for two years now uh, since Francois has been hurt, which, you know, I don't know if he'll ever play again for the ads. I guess that's a yeah, another right. day, but, but what do you see from this, from this backup? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I really bring him up mostly because I had a chance to t- chat with Ivan at practice today. Uh, he's a very upbeat guy. He's, he's, you know, he's about to turn 25 years old. He's still very young. Um, but, you know, he's waited, you know, quite a while to to get this chance. He, he spent several years in the Coyotes uh, organization, mostly playing in the AHL, but really a guy with with high expectations. He was a fourth round pick back in 2018. Um, and the thing with that makes sense for here with the abs is, you know, look at their their track record of, of finding goalies. Right. I mean, it's it's you can go back to Grubauer, Varlamov, other guys guys who've had career years here and moved on. I think Prosvetov sees that and, and the track record here and was thrilled when the abs got him. And, and obviously it's, it's been a nice start for him. He's going to have more to prove. Um, but to your point, yeah, this was a big question mark for the abs in terms of who was going to be that backup. And, you know, if, if you had asked me in training camp, I would have said, you know, put your money on justice Annanen being that he, the abs drafted him a few years ago. I think he was in the third rounder. He's been with the Eagles. He's played well, but for whatever reason, they feel like they want him to develop more and, and Ivan's getting a shot. Um, you know, he's a real big guy, you know, over six feet tall, a lot different style than Gorgiev in that way. Um, but he was very upbeat when, when I talked to him. He actually knows Val Nachushkin. Uh, they work with the same coach uh, back in Russia when they do off-season training. So that helped kind of grease the wheels for him coming over here. Uh, he sits with a lot of the Russian guys in the dressing room. So, yeah, you know, I won't give away too much from the feature, but, you know, I'll be writing that soon. The next time that that he gets a start here on this road trip, uh, really just kind of, you know, show you uh, the excitement of a young player who's who's really getting his first shot. And, you know, no offense to the Coyotes, but it's a nice place to develop for a few years. But if you get your chance to leave, you might as well go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you don't want to play in that 
whatever, like you said, the college arena or whatever they're playing right. now. And then, you know, so is Darcy Kemper still with Washington? We're, we're talking he about is. Goalies? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he is. I am curious to see how he's he's played. I haven't kept a uh, real close ties. Let me pull up his page. You know, yeah. uh, good on Darcy. You know, he, he earned that big contract. But I got to say that the Avs, once again, seem to make a, a good decision parting ways. Uh, when they did looking at his record, he's four and four this year. Uh, the save percentage is 0.894 with 2.95 goals against. So not the best win loss record, but that isn't not the best 50, indicator 50 for goalies anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I f- actually, no, he's got two overtime losses. My mistake. I, okay. I, I missed a couple on there. So he is below 500. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to say if he'd be better in the ab system, granted the the level of talent around him. Um, but once again, you know, I, I think, Ryden Gorgiev on the contract he's on with his age. Uh, the abs are in a great spot uh, for goalie for the next several seasons, I think. You know, and, and this is kind of old news as we're talking abs goalies, but the Francois stuff is so mysterious to me, how he hasn't played in so long. I mean, they don't win the cup without him. We can say that for sure. But, like, he's just kind of been hurt. And, it, I mean, it's hockey, so we have no idea what it actually is. But, I mean – do the abs just count on him coming back next season now, or, or do they just, is he just kind of there? Like he's just on the roster. I, I don't know. It's always interests me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if I was going to play fortune teller and, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, limit what Frankie's going to be capable of in the future and talk down on him. But my guess is he's done playing for the abs. He's going to be a free agent after this season. Um, you know, the, the way that this was handled in terms of uh, him being just sort of out indefinitely. And then, all right, he's he's done for the year. He's going back to to Czech Republic. Um, you know, it it, it doesn't bode well for his future. And it was strange because you know I, back last season when he was playing, he had a great stretch of games. I think he had a, a one game where he had like forty saves yeah. or, or or close to it uh, in a win in Carolina. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy who's always been great in the locker room. Um, and you know talking with Chris McFarland before the season, he said that he's probably the best number two in the league. And I, maybe at that point, he even knew that, Hey, the, the writing's on the wall here. This guy's hurt, but they loved Frankie for what they gave them during the cup, especially when Car- Kemper went out with that eye injury, you know, getting a, a, a stick through the mask. So, um, you know, a lot to like about Frankie's history with the abs, but my guess is, yeah, it's, it's probably done at this point. And, you know, looking at Ivan Prosvitov or, or even Justice Ananen, who's with the Eagles, um, th- there's a couple options, I think, at number two. Yeah, it, it's just always, you know, the hockey – Injuries are so mysterious at times, you know, it's kind of, and then um, what is Bednar said something that Gabe is supposed to be coming back to Denver soon for a little bit. Yeah, I, I included that in, in my notes yesterday, but yeah, Landis Cog, it's uh, right now is not in the States. I believe he's in Toronto doing his rehab, uh, but he is planning to come back during the homestand next week, uh, Jared said. So uh, Jared didn't want to talk about the plans for Gabe's next appointment or checkup or anything like that. But if he is going to be back in Denver, I would imagine that, um, you know, he's, he's going to be checking in with the Av specialists, see how he's doing. Because at some point they're going to have to decide when he's ready to skate. Uh, and, you know, six months in now after this, this surgery, I would imagine that decision's coming up. So real quick before you go, anything kind of been surprising to you in the NHL so far this year? Um, 
Vancouver probably is kind of surprising. Yeah, um, I, I love seeing Vancouver playing well. You know, uh, Adam Foote's on that coaching staff, yeah, which right. is a, a, a cool abs connection. Uh, you know, Quinn Hughes is a lot like Kale McCarr and, and being a young defenseman who who drives the rush and and, and makes things happen. Um, the Corey Perry situation with the Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> has been a, a wild story. And I don't want to give any kind of air to the, the social media talk. No. It's, it's pretty wild. But, you know, I think the way the Blackhawks you know, definitively said that 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 didn't happen. This was a team issue. Um, I did see a report from ESPN today from uh, former Avs writer uh, Ryan Clark uh, that he uh, reported that it was maybe a possible issue with a team employee while the team was on the road in Columbus. Oh. So for whatever that's worth. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I, I think for all the Bedard mania and the focus on the Blackhawks, uh, man, just the, the off ice drama, you, you figured they'd like to avoid some of this. For sure. All right, Kyle. So uh, thanks for coming on and talking to some abs today. Uh, like I said, the abs are on the road for three. You're not going to be on this trip, right? This will be a remote trip for us. Yes. Yeah, Sticking stick home, but uh, a lot of home coverage coming up here. For sure. All right. So uh, make sure to check out. Uh, we, we don't have a date yet for your backup goalie feature, but we will have that um, soon. And then what else you got coming? Anything, anything good? Um, I'll have an NHL insider for the weekend, okay. uh, you know, since I won't be on the road. Yeah. Just a little look around the league, you know, just kind of my tidbits from, from being in the locker room the past couple months, you know, there's a lot of reporting that, that I do that doesn't end up in stories. So I think uh, it'll be a nice way to kind of just, uh, you know, share some thoughts from, from abs players and, 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 and Jared Bednar about a variety of different things. Well, I, I always find Jared Bednar to be fascinating. I don't know. He's yeah. he's fast. He's a fascinating guy. So he's I, in a good I, mood I, lately. So I like that. He's what? In, in a good mood. Yeah. Well, when you're seven one in your last eight, we uh he had his bad mood stretch after that blues loss, but I think he's, right, right. he's feeling a lot better now. All right, Kyle, like I said, thanks for coming on. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Spot or Spotify. Uh, go to denvergazette.com to read all Kyle's hockey coverage and everybody else's coverage of all the teams in Colorado. And Kyle, we will probably catch up during this uh, upcoming homestand. We'll talk to you then. Sounds great. Thank you for listening to the Denver Gazette podcast. Make sure to visit denvergazette.com for all your local news on Broncos, Rockies, Avalanche, Nuggets, and much, much more. We'll talk to you next time.